Assalamu alaikum and welcome to another episode of the Habibis. Three game developers drinking good Arab tea. I'm your host for this week, Osama Dorius. I'm Rami Ismail. And I am Fauzi Mismar. And I, I didn't mess up the intro. You did totally. That, wow. was, to- that was on point. That was, to- that was totally good. It's is like this a real Osama? Who is this? It, this is like, you know, it's like uh, riding a bicycle. Yeah. You know, you don't do it for a while, but then you have to do it. You do it. Yeah, exactly. I feel like going to ride a bicycle now and see if I I remember as Osama was on the bicycle, he crashed it a couple of times. (laughs) (laughs) I've always wondered where the phrase comes from because I will say if you don't ride a bicycle for a few years, it is a lot harder. It is a little wobbly. Yeah. You're going to keep your balance. It's just a little wobbly for a a little while. And then you're fine, right? I, I don't know. I've seen some people in the Netherlands be like, oh, I haven't biked in like 20 years, get on a bike and just fall over. Like it, it. Uh, What I see is every winter, everyone in Montreal forgets how to drive in the snow, the first snowfall. Right. And, and then you're fine. But the first yeah. snowfall, there are more accidents than you could imagine because everyone just forgets that they have to break earlier. And then we're yeah. fine again. Yeah. And I have to think about it. Everything that they say is like riding a bike is not. Because like the minute you start doing it, it's like, wait, this is a little bit difficult. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. They said it, that to me about snowboarding. It's not like riding the bike at all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I did it, it was painful for me I and know. for everybody watching. It's, it's a lot of uh, slow brain, fast brain thing. It's like, you know, like what we call muscle memory as well. So, like, mm-hmm. yes, while we're doing it uh, many times in a row, then we don't have to actively think about it with our slow brain and our fast brain kicks in. But mm-hmm. if you don't do that for a very long time, then the first few times you're doing it, you're still doing it with your slow brain for a bit until right. it shifts over. So yeah. I think it is like riding a bike, <laughs> except the consequences of snowboarding are a little more than just wobbly. It might be falling, right? Lots of falling, that's for sure. Lots of falling. I've, I've been on skis <laughs> once in my life, and it was a disaster. So uh, I hope it's not like being on skis. Uh, I'm really good at the bunny hill. I, I don't go beyond that. What is a buddy hill? A bunny hill is where kids ski. It's like really, really, really not a very high mountain. It's a very small hill. I mean, that's the biggest one we have in the Netherlands, I think. Oh, that can't be right. Oh, you're pretty flat. That's true. The entire country is flat. <laughs> Our mountain, the, the Cowberg, is 300 feet high. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you only have bunny hills. Yeah. <laughs> we have to, we have to, like, we have synthetic skiing. Mm. Like, it's it's like just indoors. Tell us where you should buy your house, Rami, uh, for, like, you know, the, the great flood when it comes to the Netherlands. Yeah, I have to I have to be a few <laughs> floors up to make sure that I can buy a build a harbor on my third floor or something. <laughs> when the <water> comes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How's your week been? How's things been? Who are you asking? Uh, all of you. All of us. All of you. All, all two of, of you. All two of us. <laughs> all, just the entire, just, yeah. you know, how are you? I uh, was super excited about Baldur's Gate 3, and I uh, downloaded it a day early, only to learn that I have to delete it because that is the early access version. Yep. <laughs> and then I re-downloaded it on actual launch, and I haven't played it yet because I've been too busy to. So I am not the best week. Not the best week. All the anticipation, none of the payoff. 
<laughs> it's like 122 gigabytes. Like I Twice. think it's the, yes. it's the only reason why I didn't download it. Like, I'm not sure if I have enough space for it. I have to delete a bunch of games before I can download it. I have to delete it Microsoft too. Flight Simulator. Rami's gonna. Yeah, Lahui. Stop for Allah. It's like 150 gigs. What is yeah, and it's there? worth it. It is. It is. But, but the entire planet in there. <laughs> uh, no, I, I downloaded it into, onto my uh, uh, Asus ROG, the, the, the ally. How does um, that work? Uh, just by downloading it. No, um, no, no. I mean, like, how do you play it with the oh, controller? Oh, right. Uh, no, yeah, no, it works fine. There's a controller mm-hmm. mode in it. Oh, yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. It's coming on PS5 uh, yeah, next, yeah, month. next month. That's true. That's true. I didn't even think um, about that. But a funny thing about it is the, the, the ally puts itself to sleep if you don't use it for a while. So... Turn-based combat. Oh, no. I, I would, I would basically go and press download and then go back an hour oh, later and find it asleep, and it would have downloaded like seven gigs, and then turn it back on and then go away again, and then would download seven gigs and fall asleep again. So the download took well, me like four days or something. I thought you were saying you take so long deciding what to do in the turn-based combat that it shuts down. <laughs> no, 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 not that. Uh, although. You, you know, some moves you could look at for a very long time before actually doing something. Makes sense. Did you yeah. guys play Divinity Original Sin 2? Yes. Yeah, I, I, played I, bounced, I bounced off of it, though. Yeah. I, I didn't finish either, but I enjoyed both. And the reason I didn't finish either is because I played them four players with three other friends. Ooh. And that beginning of that game in four-player mode is one of the best things ever. It's great. And then the end when everyone has so many possible moves and so many actions and you have to wait sometimes literally 45 minutes before your turn comes back around, like you just get so disengaged with anything that's happening. It's, wow. not, it's not playable. Yeah. I think more games need to look at like, what was the game again? Defcon. Remember Defcon? Yeah. That's old. Defcon is really old, but it was really good. It had this, it had this multiplayer mode called desktop mode. Um, where if you press like escape twice or something, this is literally just coming back to me now. If you press escape twice, the game minimizes to your taskbar and then you won't get any like, you will just hear sounds basically. Mm. And then um, if somebody would launch nukes or an attack would happen, you'd basically get like an H vampire style like pop up. Huh. Uh, and then you could go click back to the game. It was great. You know what else was great? On the what? same, uh, I used to play chess by email. Do you all yeah. remember that? Yeah, asymmetrical chess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and it's fine. Take as long as you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the upgrade to that. Um, have you ever heard? Was it called Neptune's Neptune's Pride? No, Neptune's something. A game. Yeah, Neptune's Pride, which was incredible. I had two modes. It's basically like Risk in Space, uh, and I had two modes. One is everyone has twenty four hours to play their turn, and if right. they don't, then the turn is skipped for them. And right. then it moves forward. But if everybody else uh, plays their turn early, then the 24 hours resets from that point. So sometimes when everyone's awake and, you know, alert, you get three, four turns, like, in a row uh, really quickly. Um, and what was amazing is, yes, games took three or four months to play this way, especially if you had multiple players. But they felt a lot more epic as a result. Mm-hmm. And uh, I played this one time when I was still working at Gameloft with, no, no joke, like 30 people on the floor it was so epic that's all people were talking about you know water cooler chats people mm-hmm. were just talking because like you couldn't even see because of fog of war what was happening on the other side of the 
of the empire. So you just hear rumors. It felt like you're hearing rumors about this huge empire on the other side that might make it your way that trampled on and eliminated other players. It was something really epic. It was really, really, really That's good. so cool. Yeah. This yep. is reminding me of like uh, one of the most epic Civ, uh, Civ games I've ever uh, uh, seen. Um, in a game studio we uh, I was working on, I can't remember how long ago, but a long time ago. It was Civ 4, so it's that long. Wow. <laughs> and uh, we were playing a, a hot seat game of Civ 4 that I think lasted around a year. Wow. Basically, like we had like a dedicated laptop in the studio and like a, and a Slack channel. Not a Slack channel. It was a Skype channel at the time. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. Just, when you say like it's your turn, and when it's your turn, you just stand up, you go play your turn, and you go back to your desk, and that's just kept on going. So whenever somebody's turn, we have to wait until that player plays its turn, and it was mm-hmm. like you know a hot seat type of game. And I think um, once a month or something, we'll have a barbecue at uh, one person's place, and there'll be uh, the laptop in uh, in one of the bedrooms, and people take turns <laughs> going oh. in and playing their turns while everybody else is, you know, like uh, having food and a drink or something like that. Amazing. That game, that game went on forever. Yep. That's incredible. Did you actually finish it? I don't remember if we actually finished it. <laughs> because that's not the point, right? The point is they're finishing. It's, it's the experience. It's really going great. on. Yeah. I remember like around that time, you, uh, we, uh, like I used to, uh, a fr- uh, me and a friend, we used to follow two Civ 4 players. Civ 4? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two Civ 4 players. I forget if it's Civ 4 or Civ 3. But they they were playing a game. Uh uh, against each other and this has like the honor rules but they were like posting what they're playing on a form so that mm-hmm. um, the the honor rule was that both players should not read what the other player is posting but they right. they all like they were like on the form for all of us people watching we were reading what did they do Amazing. and like what what they were thinking about their moves like i'm gonna put the soldier here son he will never know what i'm thinking and like you know stuff like that they were write down their strategy and what they're playing and the form uh, one step at a time, and we our people are just following it uh, as it plays. Yeah, that also to... was going on for a year, if not more. Uh, I'm I'm very intrigued by that because I love seeing how different people think about strategy and how it's actually playing out on the other side, and especially if they're high level players, that you can exactly. learn a lot from that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember that those two were like super high level players, and they were like doing this for kicks, and like the community was kind of like following. What they're up to. Uh, I, I wish I was part of that. That would have been great. <laughs> I don't know. So somewhere on the internet, I need to look that up <laughs> and see if it's still there. Did, did either like 15 you... years ago or something like that. Right. Now, did either of you play DEF CON when it was out? No. I've only Never. heard about it when no. people were talking fondly of it after the fact. That was really... Uh, it's weird because it's like basically a 24-hour game in desktop mode, mm. but it's real time. Hmm. Right, so um, the the greatest games of DefCon have like backstabbing and like people like deceiving each other and people talking and just like you know hmm. uh, a real good game of DefCon takes very long because everything goes very slow. Hmm. But then when things start going, everybody has to react in no time at all. Mm-hmm. It has this really good buildup that I've never really seen replicated in a game. Like, you know, the game would go through stages of DEFCON, basically. Mm-hmm. 
and then like Defcon One was the nukes can fly, but like <laughs> up until that point, there's a part where you can only move around, but you can't like see each other. Then there's a part where you can like see each other, but you can't attack each other, but you can spot each other. And then there's like um, you can start like attacking certain things, um, but only with like airplanes and conventional weaponry. And then there's like another Defcon that's basically like everybody hold their breath. And it's like, and now the nukes can fly. And like throughout all of that, you're just like negotiating and talking and like out of the game, like calling people and just being like, hey, listen, hmm. listen, here's here's what I'm going to do. If you do this, I'll do that. Nuclear launch detected. Exactly that. <laughs> exactly that. It was so good. Um, and it would just be sitting in the corner of your screen and you'd just be staring at it and you'd just be like, I hope they're not gonna. I hope they're not gonna betray me. I hope that you just hear the sound and you're like, I hope it's not coming towards me. I hope it's not coming towards yep. me. Yep. Honestly, <laughs> Neptune's Pride, same feelings, same yep. thing. Because nothing stops anyone. There's no like nothing stops anyone else from attacking you instead of doing what they said they were going to right. do. And right. the ships are already in transit and they could change their direction. So so many of the oh your fleet is going to help me oh no you're not it's a pincer attack what's going mm -hmm. on and i'm eliminated and they had a, a deal going on in the background this entire time moments of anger and you know like you know at the, at the end of the day it's just a game so you're, you you brush it off but, but also i'm not going to forget about that exactly the next <laughs> game of Neptune's Pride, there is no way i'm going to make any deals with you because uh -huh. this has you know <laughs> it's great Really I had a really good board game of uh, Risk Legacy with a bunch of friends that lasted for like four years. I love wow. Risk Legacy. Yeah, love Risk Legacy is cool. Yeah. The winner took the board. They have it hanging in their house yeah. now. So yeah. wow, I've I've played it three times. Once again at Game Loft, we used to have a board game night, and Risk Legacy took over. It right. really just took over. Like we brought yeah. it one time, and then we didn't play anything else until that game was done. But it took like six months or eight months or something like that for that game to be done yeah um uh, like a, a really long time and the second uh is yeah because we were waiting for the right configuration of people each time so when different people we played something else and right. it took that long and the second right. is just a board game night with friends and the third is with my family it's Aww. a five-player game and i have one wife three kids so done. <laughs> it's perfect and we only played it whenever all five of us were available so that's what took long is to wait for right. everyone to come in but uh i'm not the best player in my family my my, my daughter is like my my not soon to be 14 year old is that's so that's good a general yeah oh she's just so good at board games like there's yeah. so many of them that she's just like really she hasn't even learned the rules yet and she's already strategizing it's right. amazing i'm so proud and embarrassed but proud because right. you know she she I was the teacher, and now she, she's better than me at board games, which is great. It's a good feeling. That was me and my younger brother growing up. He would always, I would teach him a game. He would start to beat me. Yeah. And then we'd find a new game. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to stand for that. <laughs> I have like three siblings now who are better than me in Street Fighter, which is shocking because I've always been you know, the teacher. But now Ooh. it's just. You get older. I know you, you too. Your still young spring chickens, but you get older. Your reflexes are actually slower. Like mm -hmm. you know, um, what's the new focus attack, Fozzie? The the uh, uh, like drive, bra, drive. the break. Yeah, drive some break. Right. Yeah. The, the new the new focus drive attack. rush. Drive rush. That's it. Um, I can't react to it anymore. I have to anticipate it like a grab, and that's new to me. 
Like I've always mm. been able to react to those things. Now I can't. If I if it comes out, I like I if I didn't anticipate it already before, I don't have the the timing to be able to mm. to react to it. So before yeah. I had you know the, the reaction times and the anticipation, the experience, that kind of thing. Now I only have the experience, and they're gaining that, and I'm losing the other thing. <laughs> so. <laughs> So that's it. It's over for me. Yeah. I need the trip to Montreal to challenge the Dorius family. And yeah, you, you do. Yeah. I mean, well, like, we had a, our thing. I, I held my. You beat me, but I held my own. I was doing okay. Now, true, like yeah. my brother is is platinum in Street Fighter Six. There's wow. there's no touching him. I'm like gold. Okay. He's platinum. There's no yeah. Forget have you watched the, the Have you watched the Evo Finals together for Street Fighter? So Did I watched. You guys see I that. Watched, because I was super busy, but I was so happy to have watched the highlights. Talk to us about it, Fozzie. Man, the, <laughs> the, like the final six was incredible alone, but like the, the, the grand finals, it was it was so intense. <laughs> like, uh, every, like uh, you know, it was the series reset mm. once, and then they went to like the final round of the final match. It was bonkers. Like so, edge of your seat, kind of. You don't know what's happening, but at the end, um, uh, Angry Bird won. Yes, Angry Bird is uh, is an Arab. Uh, yeah. I think he's a Jordanian origin. He had like the Jordanian flag on his uh, on his back. Aww. Uh, and it's a historic victory, you know. Like I have a Jordanian dude winning the winning Evo. Basically, he's the Street Fighter World Champ. That's a big deal. That's awesome. Yeah, man, it you, was, you must have been like hollering, Fozzy. Yeah, man, I I lost it. It was amazing. Uh, he he just like the minute he won, he broke into tears. Aww. You know, like he couldn't help it. He was like completely overwhelmed with emotion. And then um, he went down in prayer on the floor. He did the mm-hmm. sujood and the takbir. Mm-hmm. And then like he was just you know about to unhook his controller and like leave the stage. And organizers were like, dude. Take your Evo trophy. (laughs) 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 And and like, you know, cheer, like greet the audience. Yeah. Yeah. And and dude, like I've never seen like Evo's just growing every year. And but this year I've never seen it this big, I feel. It looked like like a UFC match. It was like massive, right? So many people. It used to be like a cafeteria with chairs. (laughs) It was like what it used happened? To be like an underground place yeah. with like plastic chairs that you get from a garden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like what we call Walmart chairs. I don't know if you know, Walmart chairs. That, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> like I right, can't it believe a it. Huge, a huge event, and uh, you know, like all the audience had like lights on, so like in the dark they looked like starry yeah. skies. Yeah, the atmosphere was incredible. I'm now thinking, like, man, next Evo, I should probably go. You know, just, go with just you. I've never been. I've never been. Every year I've never I've been, been to an Evo either. So yeah. let's man, make plans. Yeah, let, let's do it. Yeah, let's yeah. make plans. That would be nice. Exciting, especially if you get like final matches like this. It's incredible. Yeah, absolutely, Rami. Of and course, think... you're welcome. Oh, I, I'd happily, I'd happily come along. That sounds yeah. fun. Yeah, and I think um, Arsalan won the Tekken Evo. I need to double check. I forgot. But um, yes, he won his fourth Evo title. Yeah, I have uh, a bunch of friends who participated at Evo this year. One yeah. on my team, my, my my producer actually went and participated, uh, which is great. Like, I love that anyone could just like show up and just, you know, play, which is really fun- phenomenal. Yeah. 
But yeah, man, it is huge it's now. It's huge. But, yeah, so Arsalan is also a Muslim from Pakistan, yeah. and he yeah. won his uh, fourth Tekken uh, championship. This dude yeah. was born in 95. <laughs> uh, he was like, when he won his first title, he was like one of the youngest players to ever win the, the Evo title. Yes. And and he's like, basically, there were so many documentaries that I watched about specifically. Have you seen how... those documentaries? They're, oh, they're incredible. They're incredible. Like, basically, Pakistan was its own microcosm of, of Tekken. Uh, where it had its own players that didn't play in, like anywhere else in the world. And when they started to play somewhere else in the world, anywhere else in the world, competing with the best players, they were dominating the best players in the world. Because that is something that shouldn't happen. Like if we know how things usually work out, if you have a bigger pool of people, then they should have more knowledge and more experience. How does that even happen? And then, of course, their experience seeped into everywhere else but they're still obviously dominating that is like a story i'm I, I i need people to like study that and figure out how something so specific happened like so incredible and like yeah. you know the they're like pro players under like the most extreme of circumstances yeah it's incredible watching them play it's 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 magic i've never been like like i won't say never i'm like tekken isn't my top favorite fighting game but i've always respected it and i played a lot of tekken 3 specifically that was my favorite one in the series so i understand it even if i don't play it a lot and watching yeah. them play like just the slightly one millimeter away from the opponent to make them whiff because you backed out at exactly the right time and like that is the the, the, the pakistani style of of uh, like you know dodging and faking that yeah. really, really allowed them to like get a lead in, in in the world when they first started to fly everywhere. But the story yeah. itself of Arslan, how he almost didn't make it to his first tournament because of all the like you know visa issues. Visas, yeah, right. Yeah, it still struggles with visas sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rami, you're no stranger to those stories, of course. Nope. Yeah. Like everything else, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. The visa <laughs> part. Yeah. Me, me. I understand that part. Yeah, it's it's his biggest no. opponent for any fighting tournament. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm looking up. I'm looking up what's what what happened, and yeah, this is wonderful. We should yeah. see. We should see if we can get we can get like uh, him to come on sometime. Yeah, uh, and Angry Bird, and yeah, just the entire just uh, just this is this is super cool. Yeah, like, and seeing that seeing that photo of him like kneeling. Yes. On the on the stage is just what a beautiful what a beautiful picture, epic. And yeah. you know, like it's uh, the finals is um, a dude from Jordan against a dude from Panama. You know, yeah, yeah. So it's so it's no longer that you know fighting games and like the the grand champion of Tekken is a Pakistani dude. So like right. it's no longer that like these games are you know only the Japanese uh, people are, or Japanese players are winning or American or Western players are winning. It's like you know, it's international and uh, uh, people it. from all over the world are like you know competing. Yeah. Yeah, it is for incredible. The big, for the big stage. That's super cool. Super great to see. Like, it's also yeah. really funny to see how different brands take these photos because like some of some of the brands that are sponsoring or that are involved are like putting the photo of the prayer everywhere and then some of them cut away right as he does it. Yeah. I'm like, ah, ah. <laughs> that seems a little weird to take like the big celebration moment out of the video, but okay. I see. I see. 
Oh, yeah, it's, it was it's such an yeah. epic game. Uh, and like, yeah, he plays Ken like no other. Yeah, Ken is OP though. But still, uh, all the <laughs> 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 No, okay, it's a very balanced game. It really is very balanced. My hearing some list, and yeah. I'm I'm a little bitter about it, but like Yeah, uh, I was about to say I'm hearing yeah. some bitterness here. I'm hearing <laughs> I'm hearing some like Osama got beat by Ken a bunch. Uh, well, the funny <laughs> thing is, is that yeah, Ken is beating me a bunch, but he's not even the biggest bane to uh, to uh, Zangief because uh-huh. Ken has to come in close compared to other characters. Like the Z- Zangief traditionally always struggles with like Dalsim, for example, and still does in this game. Uh, but Ken is just so strong. It's just my my biggest beef is with uh, what's her name? Manon is the the new grappler. She she's like a better grappler than Zangief. Plus, she could strike. Like, why? Well, give give me something to work with here. <laughs> when I play her, it's like she could grapple better than me. She has bigger ranges and more setups. But anyway, Zangief is not that top tier, I think, in Street Fighter and 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 the current meta. He's very low tier, actually. Like, yeah. arguably the bottom tier. I still love him and I still play him because you know it's my favorite character. But yeah, not doing. What, what I love about Street Fighter Six is like this is like the first Evo since it launched, and like the the player the like you see almost all the characters represented. Exactly. Exactly. You know, like I remember there was this one Evo when like everybody was like, what's his name, Jun. Even yeah. like yeah. even Daigo switched from Ryu to Jun that Jun. year. Yeah, that's in Third Strike, right? Was it or is it Street Fighter Four? Uh, I think it was uh, Super Super Street Fighter Four. Uh, okay, because uh, like yeah. I don't know if you remember when Street Fighter Four first hit, everyone yeah. was either Sagat or Ryu. That's true. Because Sagat was the best character in the game, but Ryu was a counter to Sagat. So there were more Sagats than anything else, but Ryu usually won the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> if you could make it to the top eight with Ryu, you had a chance of winning. That was what it was. Against the Sagat. Against the Sagat, exactly. But I mean, that's fine. That's normal. Game like They can never perfectly balance a game. It just doesn't work with asymmetry, right? But yeah. they come, they're coming close. Like now, if you look at the older games, usually there's like five or six characters who are contenders out of a roster of 30 or 40. Now yeah. there's like half are contenders often and sometimes more, which is shocking. They're doing much better at like analyzing the data and figuring out how to, you know, do things better, like how to react faster. It's great. Yeah, it's, it's super. Uh, th- th- this, uh, this Street Fighter is, is so good. And uh, it's great to see like this uh, resurgence in uh, in fighting games. I don't know if they'll ever be as popular as they once were in the '90s. You know, like when they were taking over all the arcades. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like you said, like with these games, like you need to have that experience to just even start to compete. So, and I know that they've tried with the modern controls and stuff like that, but I still see it as a very steep genre mm-hmm. to to get into. I, I mean, agree, like you're but... more. You're more likely to learn a MOBA than to be able to like properly compete in a Street Fighter in a fighting game generally. I do, I do agree with that. But keep in mind that when we say are they as popular as '90s, we're talking about like percentage of players who play video games who are playing fighting games. Because yeah. number, it's definitely much higher now than in the '90s. Yeah, definitely. that's. And there that's are a lot true. of fans that watch and don't play, which was not. I mean, before it was like. You, you, I went to arcade with a handful of friends who wouldn't play, but who would love to watch, and I'm sure that that w- that wasn't unique. But now, like with Twitch streaming and Evo, there are 
so many people who are just I can't execute. I don't play these games, but I absolutely love them. I've met so many of them. So like, in terms of popularity of sheer numbers, like I'm I'm positive it destroys the '90s. But in terms of percentage of people who play games, yeah, I think it might have not been, you know, might have yeah. dropped a bit. The competitive scene is definitely growing, which is uh, really amazing to behold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something else. <laughs> Rami, uh, so we, we, so we did the we did the Rami, in which we just been talking yeah. about fighting games for a while. <laughs> this is great. Anyway, so <laughs> in Destiny. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so we want to give you your Destiny section. <laughs> I mean, there, there's not much happening in Destiny right now. Showcase is coming. Well, there's a lot happening in Destiny right now in the community. <laughs> but it's not really happening. a lot happening in Destiny in the game. Because uh, we're coming up on the new season in like 20 days, 15 days or something. Uh, so until then, there won't be much happening. The community is really upset, but it's Destiny. So that's to be expected. That happens every... like. I actually built a website like... Two years ago, three years ago, that um, basically predicts audience sentiment based on what the sort of cycle was at the start and end of a season. And it's been pretty much on point for the entire thing, including like big streamers leaving and stuff like that. So really, there's there's just nothing happening in Destiny that's worth talking about mm-hmm. uh, right now. Uh, Any so- other game? Uh, well, let's see. I have been playing uh, Final Fantasy f- uh, 16, which I do want to talk about. Zenba. Mm. Uh, yes. Um, oh, yes. I played that and finished it. Nice. I'm halfway through. Like, you have to wait for right. me to finish it. it okay, yeah, long. that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's a very short game. So, uh, well, we'll keep it for next time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but uh, I just want to say that uh, I've never played a game that made me hungry and in tears at the same time. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be like, cooking okay. have you? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but Vemba really made me so teary-eyed, man. Like, I, yeah. could, uh, I could relate to a lot of things. And the, you know what? Like, uh, I'm happy that Rami told me about it. Because if he didn't, I would have texted you immediately, Rami. I think as I was right. playing it, I was mm-hmm. like, Man, if this has affected me this much, it must have yeah. done wonders on Rami. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I bought my, I bought my eyes out. Um, but yeah, let's talk about it when Osama's finished then, because I would Amazing love to have like, just yeah, like but play it if you game. haven't, especially if you're like diaspora first, second generation. Uh, I don't yeah. know, you know. Yeah. If you play. if you if you like eating, uh, play yeah, this if you game. like food, definitely. <laughs> and also, if you have parents or children. Yeah. Um, and if you live in a place, these are all good reasons to play Vemba. I feel like good music. Most people, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. And if you like good music as well, play this. Oh, game. Yeah, good music too. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's keep Vemba for next time. Uh, did Did you all play? Uh, you played Ghost Trick back in the days, right? Oh yeah, Many I did I played I played the remaster. Um, it turns out it's still a good game. Who would have thought? Oh, man. One that, of the game be- will, that game will always withstand the test of time, I think. Yep. Nope. It holds up. It is still a little slow, but it is still incredibly good. Uh, mm. And Missile remains the best video game character of all time. <laughs> Wait. Uh, I haven't played Ghost Trick. Should oh, I? What? Yes. No, I yes. have not. Go play it. 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 The remaster is not Steam? super long. Uh, it's yeah, it's on Steam, it's on Switch, it's on on, on PlayStation. Right. I think it's on everything now. All right, thank you. Um, thank you. Yeah, it's like six hours ish. Um, it's mm. a little slow, 
but I think you'll really appreciate it, Osama. I can't believe you haven't played that. It, you so know what? Good. It was one of those games that I really, really, really wanted to play, and then a million things came out at the same time, and so right. I just you know. And I, I'm sure we all have a, a bunch of those, but I've always wanted to, and I love the character designs. And I looked at it as I'll play this next time, and it just never happened. That's all. Listen, I, all I can say about that game, without saying too much, is Missile is the best video game character of all of video games. <laughs> like just, just straight up is not going to hear any arguments to any Good other, boy. and it, just the best, the best <laughs> character. Um, but yeah, Final Fantasy 16. Did any of you play it? I played it. You didn't I, play it, Osama? I have not. I'm sorry. I'm told Do you want to play it? I mean, you can spoil it if that's what you're asking. It's fine, because I'll play it either way. Eventually. Well, I'm not going to super spoil it, but there's going to be some discussion of things that's that happen okay. in the game. Go yeah. for it. Okay. Yeah. Fuzzy, what do you think? Man, I am I am torn about this game. Because right? I am so torn. Like I like a lot of things that they're doing, and there's some things that I dislike. And uh, I like that they're... You know, uh, yeah, I'm torn. You know, like yeah. I, I overall I would say I enjoyed it. Overall, I would say like it's a pretty good game. But like, I don't know. Like, I need to like if you ask me, would I recommend this game to you? I'm gonna need to ask you a bunch of questions first, right? Before, yep. before I wholeheartedly, you know, yeah, recommend I, it. Like, Femba would be like, play it. Ghost, yep. uh, Ghost Trick, play it. This yeah. game would be like, wait. Which Final you, Fantasy do you like? Do you like these? Like, I need to give you a questionnaire yep, before yep, I, yep. I prime you to play this game. Yeah, I think I think the highs of sixteen are incredibly high. Very right? high, right? Yes. Like there, there's a bunch of moments. Like there's um, the, the the big like kaiju fights, basically, right? Yeah. The the icon battles. Yeah. The Perfect. the 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 third one and the fourth one back to back. Just yeah. I'm I'm not gonna forget about those anytime soon. Like Very I'm gonna memorable be, moments. They I'm remind me like, of a of a PS3 game called Azura's Wrath. Yep. Yeah. You remember like they're like oh. over the top action with like uh, quick time events and stuff yep. like that. that. Was PS3? Very very memorable. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time ago. I forgot. But like <laughs> that. But then PS5 with characters that I've known for my entire life. Yes. With, with like. Mm-hmm noticeably known characters yep Yep. i i was i I was like what is happening yeah Uh, like the third one i was like oh my god they're never gonna one up that and then for the fourth one sort of like the final one of the second act of the game i was like yeah this is this is just straight this the what what i think i screamed at my tv several times Wait, it's straight so up gangster, like yeah, yeah, but straight up gangster. That is actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, what didn't you like then? That all sounds amazing. So let's let's talk about the stuff that we like first, because okay. I want to dive okay. into like what because this is only one of them. Uh, Rami, yeah. I don't know about you, but I really appreciated the dynamic narrative system. Yep. That was uh, super cool. They have this like interesting system in which like you know. You you uh, you just press a button and like the UI will tell you will show will show you all the elements that you need to know about the situation that is currently going on. Oh, cool! So like you know like a location you're in or a conversation you're having or somebody mentions something, you just quickly press that button and then you will see all of only those elements on screen. So instead yeah. of you looking through an encyclopedia of dozens of entries, 
there will only be the entries that are relevant to you in that specific moment right. in time while you're playing the game. And, and they're updated to your current understanding of the hmm. situation. Yes. Uh, yeah, they call it active time lore. Mm-hmm. You can pull it up at any time. You can put it up during the game. You can put it up during a battle. You can do, pull it up during a cutscene. Like whenever you need it, you can pull it up and you'll get information on the enemies you're fighting or the location you're in or the characters that are currently speaking in that shot of that cutscene. Yeah. Um, it's incredibly well done. It's effectively like, a, oh my god, I for, I haven't played for a week. What is happening again? Yeah. Uh, under a button, it is the it is great. And it's super good because like the narrative of the game is not just like you know what you see and read in the game. Like it's not like the dialogue and the cutscenes and the cinematics. Um, there is a little bit of uh, of work, I guess, that you need to do in like you know reading up the lore, finding books, you know, getting bits and pieces to complete your understanding about what this world is, mm-hmm. in order for some of the events that you're seeing to resonate even more. Like the the events are kind of straightforward and they do make sense, but like the more you uh, you invest in getting an understanding about the lore of the world the more like these events will actually resonate with you. And like, and this system is super handy in helping you and like making that understanding. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a, a bit of politics going on. It, I found it a bit weird because they really sort of like pulled this, like it's, it's game of Thronesy. Yeah. And I think that's true for like the first two hours of the game. Yeah. Where they're just then, like, yeah, it's game of Thrones. And then they're like, and magical crystals anyway. Yes. Um, <laughs> Not the machines. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, um, I feel like for everybody who was expecting it to be more Game of Thronesy based on the demo, which felt very Game of Game of Thronesy, mm-hmm. um, the final game is actually a lot more Final Fantasy than you think. Yeah. Um, for better and for worse, right? Because I yeah. think for me, the weakest points are in, in the side quests. Um, yeah, uh, like, the side quests were not great. No, they're they're slow, not super interesting. A lot of like MMORPG kind of quest design. Uh, yeah, um, go yeah. go there, get this, give uh, get three wood, something yeah. like that. Talk to the person who gave you the quest, and then the person who gave you the quest after that, you have to talk to one more person to finish the quest for some reason. Well, they do of... get much better at the final leg of the game. I feel so. That's kind of the weird thing. I think that my problem with this game. The, the reason I'm torn is that if you want to play this game and like it, I need to know that you're okay with busy work. Uh, yes. Because if you're okay with busy work, you're going to have the greatest time because these side quests, even though the quests aren't great, the narrative in the quests is amazing. Mm-hmm. Sort of like the, the, the sort of like the world building that they're doing, the storytelling that they're doing, a lot of the side quests, if you do them, they built into main quests. They sort of like sort of merge into main quests that happen later on. And if you've done the side quest, you understand what's happening in those main quests better. Yeah. It'll be more rewarding. It'll pay off more. They're not, they're not going like easy on this. This is like you skip the side quest, you're really missing out on a whole bunch of gameplay. Uh, it feels so inconsequential as you're doing it. And then it unfolds quite a bit as you're playing the game. And that yep. was really shocking. Yep. <laughs> Honestly. Yep. And felt a little bit rewarding for me. Like, oh, at least, you know, all that busy work was useful, paid off. Yeah. You know, like, I think the challenge I have with the game, Rami, is that, like, it, uh, so, like, it's an all-star cast. You know, like, you got, like, you know, the people behind Final Fantasy XIV, 
mm-hmm. you know, which is like for fans one of the better ones to come out since the Sakaguchi era. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have like I think the combat director was the combat director from Devil May Cry Five, and you can tell, and you can excellent, tell. and you can tell when you start to play the game. And uh, the marriage of those two concepts, for me, is pretty good. You know, like, I like mm-hmm. the idea of playing a Final Fantasy with Devil May Cry combat. That right. is pretty dope. I am into idea. that. No. And I think that the game executes fairly well on that. But oh. where, where like, I get disappointed with it is the, is the depth. So, like, right. the, the combat is interesting, but it doesn't go nowhere near as deep as the one in Devil May Cry 5, mm-hmm. right? Which makes mm-hmm. sense. Right, because it's an RPG, but the RPG systems also they don't go as deep as oh, it this is in not a Final RPG. Fantasy game. It's not an RPG. Yes, it's an action RPG. It's an action game. Yeah, it's an like, action uh, game. Yeah, Fozzie's one hundred percent right. This game is it's linear. You go from A to B. There's some side quests. You can choose to do the side quests at that time, or you can do them later. Mm-hmm. But you're you're probably gonna do the side quests. Your uh, weapon progression, there's no choices. You just buy the better one. The <laughs> crafted system, there's no choices. You just get the one that's best. Hmm. Right? Uh, so there's not really much role-playing going on here. Okay. Right? Exactly. Uh, there's there's not the depth that you would normally see also in the systems of a, right. of an of a Final Fantasy RPG to create like, you know, that... Uh, that layer of like equipment, character customization, playstyle, and all of that. Right. But there's yeah. still enough of it to keep it interesting and motivating. Sure. So, so, so that's what. So that's what I mean. You know, like if you're an action fan, I'd be like definitely play Devil May Cry. If you're, a, yep. you know, an RPG fan, I'd be like, you know, but I don't know, play Baldur's Gate. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and but but it, and but but uh, this game lies somewhere in between. You know, yep. somewhere in between the action, the RPG, the very heavy narrative uh, game. So I feel yeah. like I think it's so it will be polarizing. Like there will be Final Fantasy fans that would love it, and there will be Final Fantasy fans that would not love it at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I I I will have to say, like the thing that sort of finally clicked the game for me was New Game Plus. Yeah. Oh, I didn't try it. How was that? It's much harder. It really sort of like forces you to sometimes in battles to sort of look at your setup and like reconsider some of your um, for you, some of your items uh, to reconsider your icon setup, your 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 attack stuff like that. So it really allows you to sort of like play with the systems a bit more because I don't know, but like at the end of it, I just had I just had a loadout and I used that for the entire game. Yeah, and that was it. Um, what I will say, and and this might be fun for you as well, Sam. I don't know, like you, you like your your um, your action games a lot. I do actually um, like it. My um, I actually like w- one thing I like about the sort of like lack of depth that uh, Fauzi was talking about as well. It's just like I um, I my mom started playing, huh? And uh, uh, because she finished God of War Ragnarok before me, by the way, that's the first game my mom beat before I beat it. Like so, she she tried not to spoil me. I think I might have mentioned it last time, but I still think that's incredible. Okay. Uh, she started Final Fantasy sixteen, mm-hmm. and um, there are these these sort of like uh, kind of Dark Soulsy um, items that are like rings, and if you put them on, they can take care of of part of the gameplay for players. 
Uh, so they can do they can do dodging. Uh, they can do. Um, but my favorite one is when there is um, when you're about to be hit. It shows you a short slow down QTE to get the dodge. It's the same button huh. for dodge, yeah. but you you get like a little slowdown to do it, and. Um, it suddenly made me realize that my mom could totally do a Dark Souls game. Yeah, that's amazing. Do they have I'm, it for more than just dodge? You said for yeah. Dodge. So they they can do uh, attacks. They can change. They can allow it to do attacks and sort of like uh, um, do combos that then lead into um, um, larger attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just mash square, and then like your character will basically do cool stuff, kind of like the Final Fantasy fifteen mm-hmm. um, gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, there's one to control uh, your um, your pet. Um, so your pet will just attack randomly. There's one that charges your magic attack um, to the point where you only have to like press the button and it'll do a full charge attack if you let it charge. So it'll passively charge your magic attack, which otherwise you have to hold. So there's a lot of accessibility stuff in there that I thought was very cleverly built on these somewhat limited systems. Are they? Is it a trade-off? Like, if you toggle something like this on, are, do you have to? You know, yeah. So you have three accessory slots, and each of them takes one accessory slot. That is really interesting and really yeah. cleverly done. Yeah, because if you're you, you have the execution to be able to do all of those things without needing it, then you could just pick a different bonus. Yep. That is so smart. I wonder. I really, I, I really love such that. an interesting system because, like, you can equip these to help you. But then yes. you lose on the perks. Yep. Yes. You know or what you it can... reminds me of? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember. Okay, I'm sorry. Robbie's going to get bad at this. I apologize, Robbie, to bring it back to fighting games. But uh, there was a Marvel Street versus... Fighter 6. <laughs> there was a, a, a Marvel versus Capcom. This was, uh, Marvel yeah. versus Capcom had a system like this. It, yeah. yeah, Marvel versus Capcom had an auto block uh, option. But it was just an option. If you had, if you chose auto block, it, like whenever you're in neutral and you are about to get hit, it auto blocks for you. Right. And then Tekken uh, X Street Fighter had the gem system, and yes. one of the gems was an auto block gem. Right. But if you take that gem, you're you're missing out on other gems. That's right. Uh, I knew it reminded me of something. It reminded me yeah, of that. Yeah, it's the gem system in uh, Street Fighter versus Tekken. But also yep. like, uh, sorry, or Tekken versus Street Fighter. It's Street Fighter <laughs> X Tekken, I think. Yes, that that's oh the God, one. Oh my God, But also like the new, the latest Street Fighter has a system in which like the control scheme. If you if you play modern controls, yes. like you can just get the move out by press of a button, but you have uh, slightly less damage. We don't have the yeah. system in Destiny, for the record, Joe. For anybody listening <laughs> that's wondering, it just it doesn't exist. It's not just oh, less damage, but it's also fewer than options. Yeah. <laughs> it was also fewer options because, like, you're, right. you're you don't have all of the uh, medium punches. Like, you, you you switch to a light attack, medium attack, hard attack, which means you're missing right. something, right? I'm I'm actually curious, Fauzi. Like, what what was your? Can I ask what your setup was near the end in terms of icons and attacks? Like, what was sort of your 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 build? Uh, I don't uh, I don't really remember. I I don't really remember. Tell me about yours. Uh, so I had um, so so one of the things is while you're playing the game, you unlock these these like summons, right? And you can sort yeah. of like channel their power. And then each of them has a number of attacks that you can equip, but you can only equip two per 
icon and you can switch between those icons uh, at any moment's notice, right? So uh, you basically have six strong attacks tied to three icons and each of the icons comes with a feat, which is sort of like a basic ability that you can use through combat with no countdown on it. So you pick yeah. three attacks that you have and then uh, six abilities. And at the start, you can only use the abilities of each respective icon with that icon. But as you upgrade them, you can actually set specific abilities to icons that don't own those abilities. So you can mix and match in like more interesting ways. Um, yeah. I remember my... using uh, Odin a lot. Odin yeah. and Phoenix the yep. entire time. Good combo. Um, so I have Odin. Um, because Odin's feat is just absurdly powerful. Uh, Odin's ability basically charges up an attack if you use a weaker weapon, like you're forced to use a weaker weapon or Odin's abilities. If those attacks hit, it charges up an ability, and if you trigger that ability, it does just ridiculous amounts of damage, and on the higher levels, it even does damage to all targets, uh, which is great. Um I have, um, let's see, what is the other one? I have Titan, um, the Earth one, because it has a lot of counter abilities. Yeah, uh, I use Titan a lot as well. Titan is so, it's so useful because it, it's basically just a block button, which you don't actually have in the game. But if you do a perfect block, you can do a really hard punishing counter, which is really fun. Um, and then the final one is I have Garuda, the wind one. Hmm. Um, mm -hmm. because it can do sort of like a pull and if you get a target to stagger if you do the pull the target actually falls over and you get like a, a, a free like damage window that's the wind uh, one yeah. right yeah, yeah. Um, and then beyond that like my abilities are like I have some of I have some light abilities I have a few dark abilities uh, and a few fire ones like I have a bunch of counter stuff so I have um, a heat wave which dispels magic coming your way and then counters harder yeah. uh, so i have one i can just set up for counters purely that's cool i'm usually in that one and then if i get like a good damage window i'll switch to the other ones it's such an interesting system yeah. it's really I'm, fun i, I really fun. like the I, at the start i was kind of bored by it because you know like you you, you basically feel like you're so locked in with how you play with each of the um, the icons you go through the motions yeah, but then when they kind of go like, okay, and if you upgrade things fully, you can just, you know, mix and match whatever way you want. I was like, oh, now I'm having fun. Yeah, exactly. When you start, like, when you can customize stuff, it becomes yeah. more of the game you expect. Uh, I have one, one question, question, if, if I may. Ah, oh, go I, ahead, so. Yes. My, my question is, you said at one point, with characters that I recognize. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if I want to be spoiled on this or not, but are you talking about like Garuda or Behemoth or whatever? As a, yeah, as yeah. I was talking game. about the summons, yeah. Uh, I see. Okay, because yeah. those like, are... You said Garuda, and I'm like, oh, the wind one, because I remember that all the way back from Final yeah. Fantasy, what, three, four? It's yeah. basically... Remember like watching the summons in like the, the, the early Final Fantasies and yes. your imagination just running wild with what that would look like in real yes. life? Yes. Yeah, just whatever you were thinking, they did better. Wow. <laughs> but this like, is, just absolutely bonkers. Okay. And this is actually one of the things I really like about the, the game is from a narrative point of view. And that's a very slight uh, spoiler here. So you can skip 20 seconds if you don't want spoiled about the game. <laughs> but um, the, the summoners in this game... Uh, from a narrative point of view, are treated as like, you know, these people with this amazing power. 
because like you know this person that can you know bring in the summon that summon can you know wipe out an entire army it's a big deal yeah. it's, you know like in all the previous final fantasy like a summon will come in hellfire destroy half of earth or like a bahamut zero with like right. literally laser the earth in half right. and then like right. you know now it's the enemy's turn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, like in sixteen, it acknowledges when you like when you bring out the summon, everybody knows. You yep. know, like it's not just the people in the combat; entire armies, kingdoms are alerted. It's a big deal. A summon is out, yep. and know? each of the kingdoms reacts to what the summons are and to magic as a whole, like in different ways. And like it, it's really well done. Sort of this idea of like, what would a world like this potentially look like? That's so cool. Um, yeah, it's really, it's well really done. cool. And actually, yeah. that's really one of the uh, the my favorite parts about the game. I, actually, I think my favorite part about the game is when when our main character sort of like comes like sort of like has their first like real summon moment. Yeah, uh, yeah. that was like it was very heavy on the philosophical themes, and I was very okay with that. Yeah, that's also Final Fantasy a little bit. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm really having a blast with New Game Plus. Uh, Fauzi, if you enjoyed the game but you didn't like the side quests, yeah, go New Game Plus, skip all the side quests except for the ones that give you better uh, uh, weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like, just go. Like, I promise you, like, the combat gets a lot more fun when the enemies aren't like, I do this, then that, then this, then that, and then I just hit them until they stagger, and then I do this, <laughs> then that, and this, and that, and like on New Game Plus, you actually like do have to think about things quite frequently. Okay, um, yeah, give, it's really fun. That. Yeah, give, give it a go. Cool. Uh, my mom is enjoying it. She just played the finishing, the starting chapter, and uh, <laughs> you know, fifteen was her first game. So yeah, Final uh, Fantasy is a big deal for your mom. Yeah. She recognized some of the themes, and like wow. she even had a moment where I was just like. She walked through a hallway and she goes like, oh no, there's potions here. That's a bad omen. Oh no. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Huh. Yes. Well, well done, mom. Yes. She's, she's officially a gamer. She's pro gamer now. Yep. <laughs> Love it. Um, anyway. Summer, did you play any games? Uh, honestly, <laughs> honestly, no. I mean, no. I played half of Vemba, which sounds like a lot, but this is such a short game, it's not. And uh, I attempted to um, play Baldur's Gate several times, but I promise you I will succeed before next week. Uh, but that's it. It's You know, I I'm, as I explained last, last week, I'm still in double-duty parent mode. So right. I'm, I'm not. I, I hope you y'all don't mind putting up with me as I I'm going to be very light on my own experiences for the next few weeks as things continue to settle down and improve. Of course, maybe. Yeah. So like, don't worry about. It. And don't worry. We can now, talk. We can talk like, about Street Fighter. Anytime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not even playing. I, I I didn't even have time to watch all of Evo. It's on my like. I just watched highlights because I didn't have time to to dedicate to it. But I'll catch up, I promise. Things will get better. Maybe six months from now, I'll be like, I finally finished Baldur's Gate 3. And, you know, it'll be the first game I, I finished in, <laughs> since then. Who knows? Or maybe it'll go faster. Either way, um, I know we're out of time for, for, for today. Uh, so I just wanted to say that uh, though we don't have any emails in, in the banks right now, this is a great opportunity to send us your emails at info at the And we'll read them on air. 
Uh, Fauzi, Rami, as always, I absolutely love chatting with y'all and I'm looking forward to next week where we could do the same and live vicariously through your gaming moments until I can rejoin you in the ranks of gamers. And uh, everyone else, thank you for tuning in and uh, we'll see you next week. Salam. 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 That was the Habibis podcast for this week. I'm Osama Dorias, your host for this episode. You can find me on Twitter at Osama Dorias. My fellow Habibis were Rami Ismail, you can find on Twitter at T-H-A underscore Rami, and Fauzi Mesmar, who you can find on Twitter at Fauzi Mesmar. Send us your questions, stories, suggestions via info at thehabibis.com. Intro and outro music was provided by Malik Zubayla, and the logo was provided by Ibrahim Hamdi. The Habibis is a weekly podcast about free game developers drinking good Arab tea, with new episodes launching every Friday, inshallah. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting service, or check out thehabibis.com for more information. Thank you for listening, and assalamu alaikum. Osama, were you just so nervous about getting the ending right that you just dropped in and did it? Yeah, I was like, okay, it's in my mind now. If I wait any longer, I don't know what I'm going to say. So I might as well just like, end What's it. happening? We asked him about the other planning games. No, that's all the time we have for you today, folks. Salaam alaikum. Salaam alaikum.